Who knows what Jay-Z, J.K. Rowling, Bill Gates and Oprah Winfrey all have in common? Okay, I will tell you then. They have all overcome failure in one shape or form to go on to gain success in their respective careers. Welcome to My Perfect Failure. Join us as we delve into the world of our perfect failures. We will interview, explore, and discuss how our perfect failures can lead us to success. Join us and tune in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of My Perfect Failure. So I'm particularly excited today because I've got two amazing guests. So today, my guests are my other host of the amazing podcast, LOA Uncorked, and these guys are inseparable best friends. They found each other in 2004 when they worked together in corporate America. They very successfully created a meaningful experiences for their teams and their clients while their beautiful, inspired friendship grew and deepened. A legendary friendship really grounded in soul, sisterhood, and their passion for learning how to create epic lives and savouring them to the fullest. Out of their thirst to create magic within a community and their love for the limelight, LOA Uncorked podcast was born in 2008. They're all about making conscious creation a lifestyle, about learning and sharing how we can experience and express ourselves fully in our authenticity and our personal power. So a very, very warm welcome to my perfect failure. Holly Moini and Gina Hanenberg. How are you guys? Oh, thank oh, you so much. Excellent. That was beautiful. It thank really you, was. Paul. We're so delighted to be here to my perfect failure. I've been looking yeah. forward to it. Well, for I'm, sure. I'm delighted to have you both. And as I was reading through that, your podcast, I love, you know, you can almost glean some of the, we can glean the journey, but also, you know what I really love? I love your reason for, for creating the podcast mm-hmm. about giving people that conscious creation and you know, of a lifestyle, you know, having that personal authenticity and personal power. Because mm-hmm. that we can go a lifetime about even thinking about that and yeah. you know, life's over. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Well, we learned that if we walked into boardrooms being more because we're corporate executives, mm-hmm. and if we walk in with intention and conscious creation of what we're trying to do, and oftentimes it's in service, yeah. most times it's in service, we realize that we could watch magic happen. And so yeah. that's we wanted to create more magic in other people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love the idea of creating. I guess we'll get into that as we have a lovely discussion. And this episode, you know, I guess from a selfish perspective, and I know my audience will love this, but it's around, for me, it's about manifestation. The idea, that I guess, from my perspective, you will think about, you know, things, big things happening that just give you the clue and it shoves you over there. And then you go and go after your dream or, or your mm-hmm. desire or whatever it is. But I think you guys break that down and you you know, there are potentially a smaller things that are there that are clues that we can take action on. So if we if we may, if that if we can um, talk about that as we get into this episode. But what I what I'm really keen to to get into is how you two came together and how that friendship blossomed. Well, Gina interviewed me and hired me uh, at the company almost uh I don't know, almost yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm in HR. So okay. at the time I was the recruiter. I was um, now um, leading HR and 
uh, still at the corporate gig. Holly has I've launched fled off and I won't be all that far behind her. And um, uh, so it was my job to help hire this very senior level finance position. And uh, so I, as we do for our organization, started with the phone interview and Holly was our candidate and it was the most extraordinary interview I've ever had with a finance person. (laughs) The most uh, unfinanced finance professional I've ever spoke with. And it was, um, uh, subsequently, I think we went through, I don't know, she complains on a regular basis, at least five more interviews. And then we, six, six, all right, six, six. interviews. Well, six interviews. They couldn't make up oh. their mind. <laughs> well, we just wanted everyone to get to know the glory of Holly. So, so we went through six interviews. She still gives me crap about it today. Um, and we hired Holly and, and the, the friendship began shortly thereafter. Yeah. And, and what we noticed was we we're in Seattle. And so the traffic in Seattle is very, very bad. And what, what would happen is we'd have to, you know, commute up to Seattle together in, in a car and be stuck together for three hours Mm -hmm. round trip. Right. And so the podcast idea, what happened is, as we were getting ready to go into boardrooms, as we were getting ready to, when we were having challenges in the corporate we would start talking about how to consciously make changes yeah. to make it better. And we spent three hours doing that. And then we were funny when then we tried to, we tried to be funny. Yes. Okay. Like, you know, it was, and, and I, you know, we would feed off of one another and we were in New York city once. And my, my niece said, you guys need to have a podcast. That was before we even knew it was what like 2000. I don't know. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Like, it was a long, a long time, ago. time ago. And, and so we said, we'd never even listened to a podcast. No, really? and really? no. Mm-hmm. And we were like, huh, I don't know. And then just one day um, she says I had big eyes and we were in that traffic in Seattle. And I said, we need to do a podcast. We have things to say. It was Paul. It was just a normal commute day. <laughs> I opened the door. I sit down in her car to commute to Seattle. We always would like meet um, together because we don't live super close together. And I opened the door, I sat down and these eyes, like she was like crazed. I was like, uh oh, uh oh. I mean, it's just another normal day until it wasn't. And she's like, we have to do a podcast. I, I need to do a podcast and I can't, do, you need to do it with me. We're going to do a podcast. So yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Still had never listened to a podcast. Really? So, mm-mm. I find yeah. that incredible. So, so, the moment your niece seeded the mm-hmm. idea, the moment you guys spoke about it what was that journey time from that conversation to actually launching well, i'm super impatient but yeah i mean it was a good five years in between maybe four the first time it was said right. to us and then when i had my big eyes it was a matter of a few months yeah, okay. yeah. it was like we needed to do it but yeah. we had no idea how to do it but what happens is when you're doing something that you're passionate mm. about you know the signs, the things, just people yes. show up, resources yeah. and people show up to help you, we, yes. you know, to get it off the ground. So we didn't know how. Our editor fell, you know, was aligned with us. We were able to get the equipment super easy. Uh, everything was easy. Everyone was supportive. Yeah. It was just, we found a, a phenomenal partner to help us with our website and our, you know, our process to kind of build our brand. It was just, everything was just beautifully laid in front of us in right. order to affect it to, to happen. So you've got a lovely, well, you've got a brilliant website, by the way. I've been on that. Today. I've been on Thank it before, you. but I was on it today listening to a couple of your podcasts. So I definitely encourage 
everybody's listening and watching this to actually subscribe and listen to your podcast. I love, you know, you you, you choose wonderful guests. Thank and you. there's a, and I've kind of said to you before we started recording, what I lo- love about you two is the energy and the, the 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 connection between you. I think that is that is magical. And I know you talk about magic a little bit in terms of that's yeah. what you want to give to you to your listeners, you know, your audience, maybe clients. And a lot of people, a lot of us don't think that we have magic, but do you think all of us have a little bit of magic somewhere? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think we have a lot of magic. Yeah. Magic happens every yeah. day. And yeah. I feel like, uh, and I've done this and she laughs mm-hmm. at me and you know, the other morning, this is last week. I think mm-hmm. I got up and I, I said, what magic we had a guest that said this and he inspired mm-hmm. me and i said what magic is going to happen today this is how i woke up in the morning and that. then and then later on i got this email that said magic is happening with stars so that was the the like the title yeah. and i'm like look it's just cons- the universe is conspiring to make me happy okay you know yep. and yep. and i think that you have to be open for right. magic to happen okay. but it's happening whether you know it or not acknowledge it yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah so there's a couple of times there's a, two, there's a couple of things you've said one about podcasting and things appeared things started happening you know you met somebody that i guess could help you edit and so forth and just equipment and all that type of thing and then you just said around magic you said magic and then something happened later on in the day is that part of manifestation to you absolutely Mm -hmm. it's a big part of manifestation I feel like even back when we weren't doing the podcast we were well you're always manifesting I Mm. think every day you know but and and it's your thoughts that are creating a lot of it and so all of it actually. And so we believe that you have to start with an intention Okay. and, and that intention is what creates, um, starts the wheel in motion. And the more you intend, the more you get, or you are able to acknowledge that you're receiving. Right. Okay. So intention is is vital. When I, when we first started talking, I think I said this, coming across it, before we started recording or, or, or when we started I know from, from my perspective when some I'm I always look for you know big signs like on a motorway yeah. you know I see the sign and I you know are there more subtle things that you know that we should be looking for absolutely well, yeah I mean Holly used to yell about <laughs> I mean man, many of the car rides with uh, she would yell at her guys give me a billboard come on don't make it so hard for yeah. me to see it but come don't on. give me a two by four on my head like right. I would say like don't give me a mean sign yes give me a nice sign like yes. don't fire me yeah. get me fired right like yeah. right for sure I feel like we should expect billboards I don't ever yeah. want to reduce my expectations mm. but but delight in the subtle. Yeah. Okay. And so I'll give you an example of what we see happening. Um, and this happened the other day with my son, my son is, um, a music producer and we were sitting having breakfast and he said, I really need a manager. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well you should, you know, you should, that's great. You know, I, I don't know any managers. And so the next day, some gentleman comes to our house to meet him for some other reason and said, I want to manage you. And so he's telling me the story after the gentleman left and he goes, he's terrible. I'd never want him to manage me. And I said, 
wait a second. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Like I'm getting so excited. I go, you asked yesterday. I mean, yeah. like I like a speedy response to, we can talk, <laughs> about, we can talk about timing yeah. of yeah. expectations around timing. But like, I thought, I go, that's a speedy answer. And he's like, what are you talking about? No. He said, I would never have him manage me. That's not an answer to my my uh our, right. my request and and I was like okay I think <laughs> some of the times what we do is we uh we don't delight in the steps of getting to right. the manifestation okay. Right. Okay. and that's definitely more than a subtle sign oh yeah but it is saying yeah. okay I heard you and yeah. and I feel like part of the journey. And I think we, we, we always want to have fun doing everything. And so part of the journey is having that celebration. Mm. So I was celebrating, yay, Mm. the universe is listening and he's like, you're crazy. Okay. You know? And I think that that's one of those things that can easily slip by, um, in the, in the more subtle signs. Well, we, we, we talk a lot on the podcast about, you know, life being a co-creation, with the universe, you know, your life is a co-creation. And so, you know, in this instance uh, with her son, you know, it's an opportunity to say, oh my gosh, that was amazing. That was Mm -hmm. a speedy, speedy response. Not quite what I'm looking for. Here's what I'm looking for. Here's what I'm really desiring in my manager. This doesn't quite fit. Help me find that, you know, you can refine and you can spend more time and and expand that. on that. Right. Um, and it's part of that co-creation. If you, And that was what I uh, so appreciated. And Holly talked, you know, a lot of our car rides were around work, but not all of them. I mean, there was a great deal of personal support and development and um, uh, inspiration around helping our personal lives expand yeah. and grow and create more joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. And And a lot of that was around, you know, let's be really crystal clear about what it is we want and really spend that time and, and, and then invite the universe to support you as you're ready. And I think that is, it, it, it's just, it's whimsical. It's fun. It shouldn't be hard. Mm -hmm. You can play with it. Your guides, especially Holly's guys, they're, they're, I call her posse is incredible. They're really, really good. And they're funny and they deliver stuff in the most hysterical way. Like, um, mine are more quiet and subtle, but hers are not. And it's hysterical to watch. So I keep my expectations high on that, but I just like to, that's a really good point, Gina, that in that instance, she's right. It's an invitation to Mm -hmm. refine your manifestation, what you're mm-hmm. looking for. Well, I don't want a crappy yeah. manager. I want a, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. a good manager, yeah. or, you know, whatever that is. So right. it is an invitation to refine what you're asking mm-hmm. for. Continue the co-creation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so celebrating that, giving thanks. Yeah. I think being in gratitude is always helpful mm-hmm. in every aspect yeah. of life. For but sure. in particular, in this aspect, it's like, being grateful. Hey, thank you for responding so quickly. This, uh, let me re- further refine what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So that was perfect. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Is, is there a skill to just for people that are, mm-hmm. are listening and watching that love what you guys are saying and would love the idea of being able to identify those subtle little clues? It might yeah. be, a, it could be an email, it could be a text message, it could be a conversation. It could it could be 
an interaction in a supermarket. It could be a billboard. It could be any number of things. Absolutely right. How, how can they be more engaged with those subtle moments? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think it's a process. Yes. Okay. And I don't want to add another process. I would say that you, 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 I would, and I do this and Gina does this as well, is we like to, a lot of people have talked about stacking. I don't know what you want to call it, but mm-hmm. whatever you're normal, if you meditate, you'd add this. If you are in the shower, maybe you'd add it. If you pray, you'd add it. Whatever you whatever you like to do, if you have coffee mm-hmm. in the morning and like to think about, read the paper, maybe mm-hmm. you add this and put an intention out there. Yeah. So there's no magical skill that needs to happen. There's an intention. There's a... Um, there's a, uh, thank you. There's a please and thank you. And then there's a commitment Mm -hmm. to that. You're going to actually listen. And I'm going to, I'll give you an example that. So like, Mm -hmm. let's say I'm trying to, cause we haven't talked about what you're trying to manifest. I always think I'm trying to manifest feelings, but sometimes you're trying to manifest a better career or, Mm -hmm. you know, a love or something, but I'll just talk about a career. Something that's happened to me recently is, um, so I'm trying to manifest something new along with our podcast. And so I'm sitting there and I keep getting different people telling me, I have to slow down. So in the corporate world, I'm go, go, go results, results, results. Um, There's, there is um, value. And I've did a timesheet for over 30 years. There's value in when you're actually working, there's no value for me to sit and be receptive. And so I struggle with that. And so I'm trying to manifest this thing. And all of a sudden I'm getting, um, emails. I'm getting guests that come onto the podcast. I'm getting people that say, you need to slow down and value. You need to, to mm-hmm. lean into the divine feminine, not always the masculine, which has been yeah. my career has yes. been the masculine as a CFO. And so it, it's like, you need to slow down. And so I could sit there and say, no, or yeah. I'm not going to acknowledge that. But when it comes up several times, I was like, Gina, I need to sit and sit in this discomfort of not doing. Mm-hmm. And then the career can add to it. So it's like, sometimes you're asking for, you know, why, but you have steps along the journey. Yeah, so yeah. we have to look for those steps mm-hmm. to get there. It's not like I go from, you know, this to this immediately, there is a pro you're, we're here to be on the journey, not yeah. to get to the destination yeah. necessarily. And once we get to that destination, guess what's going to happen? We're going to want another destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, because we're always growing as individuals. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that, that process not only is acknowledging the, the things that we're actually trying to manifest, but the steps along the way and, and, and delighting in the journey. Yeah. That's, that's what I think that everybody could add that on and just be more conscious of it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing, um, probably just want to add it, you know, uh, so much of our podcast is, is, um, intent is to provide a space where if you don't have this sort of back and forth interaction, inspiration, fun, uh, challenging one another learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is really our, our, our relationship has really been an, incubator for me for growth and support and love. And so, um, you know, we're trying to, to, to create an opportunity for people to join that and we will benefit from that. And we hope that they do as well. Mm -hmm. And the things that we, we sort of focus on on the podcast is, 
um, you know, tools that help you understand yourself, mm-hmm. um, whether that's astrology, uh, whether that's Aaron Claire Jones and human design, whether that's uh, numerology. We've had all kinds of mm-hmm. all kinds of guests that provide a, a, a different you know layer of understanding of who we are at our core, and then practices by which you can um, grow and evolve. Um, and that, so that's where the manifestation tools and the LOA practices yeah. and those kinds of things. And then great guests that model, um, living a authentic, you know, badassery life mm-hmm. and having guests have an, or our listeners have an opportunity to hear guests that, that provide those examples. And, you know, so back to Holly's comment about the signs that she kept getting about slowing down. Um, when we had Aaron Claire Jones on the podcast, we did our, our human designs. And Holly's human design is absolutely the opposite of what Holly's been doing for the last, you know, X number of years and certainly in her career Mm -hmm. and is exactly what she's struggling to do now, but it is in service to who she is at her core. Her, her human design is to sit and wait for brilliance to plunk in. And it always does. Mm. It always does. But the discomfort is sitting when you've been conditioned to do something else. So, yeah. yeah. And so manifesting and, and that's part of looking for these signs is if you really understand who, what, right. where your core is, it also tells you what you struggle with in life. Yeah. And this told me, okay, you know, human design is like your operating system said, okay, you're, you're really pushing against your operating system. And so when you're open to that, then the universe starts giving you right. these signs to slow down. Now, I, I also believe, and we haven't talked about this yet, Gina has really cool helicopters that to give her signs. Right. right. Sometimes, you know, there's physical things that we get signs. Right. I get feathers. Yep. Yes. And so I'll know I've yes. got it like a bird did not get killed here. Okay. <laughs> They're really for me. And right. she has helicopters swooping around all the time. And really, so I think, yeah. yes, everybody has their yeah. things. Mm-hmm. That's and when Holly and I are together, I think you see the helicopter. I'll see. I'll go. Oh, geez. There, there we go. But okay. you don't normally see. Them. I don't get them. Yes. Okay. At um, all. So yes. And, very interesting. And invariably, if any of you can answer this, if, if, um, <laughs> um, Gina, if you see yeah. helicopters, yes. Or, or Holly, if you see feathers, invariably something will happen. Yes. yes. Or it's, and you can speak to helicopters, Absolutely. but for me, feathers, um, Either if I'm troubled about something, mm-hmm. feathers will tell me that I'm on the right path, mm-hmm. or it's a signifier that we're walking with, with you. somebody. Mm-hmm. You are on the right path. So for me, and and I get them in crazy places with crazy stuff. I I um, was seeing a gentleman from the East Coast, and I'm on the West Coast, and I was struggling. I thought, oh, I think I think I need to break up with them. <laughs> okay, like literally. And I get off the airplane. I was on the airplane coming home and I'm in this garage and, you know, I'm, I'm a long ways away from his state. And all of a sudden there's this huge feather in a parking garage that's indoors and it's a bird's feather. And it's, when I look down, you can't miss it. And it was by the license plate from his state. Mm -hmm. And then, and And the state is 
the furthest away from yes, our state. You wouldn't see these yes, license plates. Often. And I went, okay, huh, that's funny. You guys are funny. Like I always acknowledge mm. <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? Does that mean I break up or not? Okay. Right. That's your, your question mm. is like, what do you do with this? Yeah. You know, you've got this information and then I get on the road and um, I'm driving. It was late at night yeah. and there was road work and his initials were flashing about yay big on a road sign. And And Mm -hmm. I was like, huh, okay, well, (laughs) you know, what does that mean? Well, I was struggling with this. Like, what do I do about it? And so I, there's no such a thing as we shouldn't struggle. We should just Mm. sit back and allow the universe to unfold what needs to happen. And I really, it relaxes me and makes me receptive to whatever's happening. I'm not clinging to I have to break up or I have to stay with him. There's no clinging. It just is what it is. And it has to feel good inside. And so I use these markers as, um, you know, as a really as breadcrumbs, we we call it breadcrumbs to be open and to allow whatever is to show up. That's, that's how I use the feathers. And, and, and it's always like, we never, I used to think, before I got on this path, I used to think I was alone in the world. I always felt alone. And for me, when I see these feathers, so they know I feel that way. Everybody has a different story. I'll let Gina talk about her helicopters, but I never feel alone when I see that because they're in odd places that you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't acknowledge. Yeah. And, And if you make a decision, you know, when you've seen those subtle signs, is that do you feel pressure to make a decision or for you, would it happen organically? Yeah, I feel, I feel that it is a great question. Mm-hmm. I feel that um, whatever I do, as long as I'm, I'm in my truth. So I try to get into my truth and not be out of fear or anger, or any of those lower vibration levels, I at least get to neutral And then whatever decision I make will be the right decision. I trust in that very much. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For me that my helicopters are less about um, I've, I've looked at them as less about the guidance and more about um, comfort in that, you know, I'm not walking alone in the world for me. um, I lost my dad in 2009, a very close relationship with my dad. Um, He was very metaphysical. And so he would love, this podcast, he mm. would adore Holly. Um, I know he does, uh, it, not would he does. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I was up visiting him, his grave one day and, you know, was just sort of having a moment and it was I don't know, probably 2011, mm. maybe 12. And I just said, you know, here's what I really want for my life. You know, I, I grew up wanting to be rich and famous and win an Oscar and, be like you know manifesting it now so right and so I always would when I was little I said I want to commute to work in a helicopter yeah so that was always my I used to talk about all the time when I was little I'm going to commute because I'm going to be so rich and famous I got (laughs) to commute in my helicopter that's what I've always wanted and so I was up there busy with my dad this day and literally helicopter was circling this the cemetery and so I go okay dad I thank you thank you thank you remind me that you're with me and that's when the helicopter thing started and I'm not Paul it's not necessarily every day but it's Mm -hmm. at least four to five times a week I see and if they're not far away they're like over they're crossing right over they're in front of me on the freeway like it is pretty incredible so I just for me it's just my 
I thank you, Dad. I love you. I miss you. Thanks for being with me. So you acknowledge it. So yeah. I just acknowledge it and and know he'll help me. I'm yeah. really intrigued by this. So yeah, if you were to see a helicopter, does it mm-hmm. give you? Do, do you have this feeling of curiosity or a warm feeling, or or does it or does it recenter you if your brain is running wild? No, I think recenter is the best way to say it. Re- oh, I, mean, I definitely yeah. feel warm. I know he's there, but. You know, I know he's there without the helicopter, but it definitely there's a as a human on this earth, the physical is always really nice to see. Like yeah. that's what we look for in signs of you know connection and comfort is that that physical connection. So the the helicopter definitely does that. So that's warm, but no, it's a recentering. Like a mm. don't give up. You yeah. you know your worth. You know what you mm. you can do. You know I I know what you can do. Here's a reminder, sort of thing. Yeah, so, and I think yeah. our, that your audience members, everybody can find their what works for them, and and they just need to ask for it. I yeah. think you ask for it and then start acknowledging it, and that's when you yeah. Yeah. Um, start receiving and and are. I mean, you're always receiving. Always. Whether you I, the thing is, is people don't notice it. I think that's mm. that's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I. It, it's lovely that you guys have found this and you're putting out a wonderful podcast, which everybody listening and watching should definitely subscribe to listen to. I'll put some links in the in the show notes. And I love the content, but I've listened to it. But I'm really intrigued by the contrast. I and mean, you both had, you know, quite important corporate careers and have important mm-hmm. corporate careers where it's, a, I can imagine it's a thousand miles an hour lots mm-hmm. of stress, lots of meetings, lots of decisions that have to be made, lots of colleagues to consider their feelings and so forth. Mm-hmm. And yet you've been able to to create a wonderful podcast, which you're kind of giving, your, I guess, yourself space to have considered thoughts and to be more focused on your own evolution and focusing on what mm-hmm. you want. I love that contrast. Was that What was that process like to mm-hmm. go from that really fast-paced corporate world to actually creating what you've created Mm. well it was um the two worlds could not be further apart from one another so it's been very interesting and I don't think for me personally excuse me fighting a little something today um I I didn't realize Holly I know did Mm. I did not realize how big of a gap there was from what I had been doing for 23 years mm. in corporate America and what's in alignment more with my heart and my spirit and how I'm wired to walk on the earth. I didn't realize how big the gap was until we started the podcast. Yeah. Truly. Um, I always struggled in corporate America because I'm more of a creative type. I went to school for music business. I'm more of a creative type, but we are, I'm a head of HR in an engineering company. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, and that's, it's been a challenge. It really has been a challenge for me. Um, and I always thought it was my fault. Holly was very good about saying, this is not you, this, you know, what, what is you is you're not standing in your power and not owning your, your strength. And so I've really gone to work on that with her support. And and now it's, it's, it's better at work. Mm. It's still not that natural, like breathing. Yeah. Kind of thing like yeah. the podcast is. So. Yeah. I felt like, I always knew I was in the wrong spot, even though I was wildly successful mm-hmm. and, you know, corporate successful. Yeah. 
And, uh, and so I always thought it was a failure. So I'm going to go to my perfect failure. So I would have said that that was my perfect, that was my failure, but what it did for me, because it was so challenging. And, and so I'm, I was not a creative. I I thought I wasn't creative. And so I was just going to go hard drive, get results and, and live this corporate life. But I knew it wasn't for me. And, what happened is, is, I mean, that's one of the, when I go and look at my astrology chart and, you know, my human design and all of that, this is probably the farthest thing that I should have been. And so I, yeah. And so I'm trying to, to manifest my career and yet, and so it looks like I'm a failure, but yet I'm on this journey of confidence of standing in my power of us working together mm-hmm. of our synergy and i believe everything happens at at perfect timing and so this this corporate career really helped me step into my own gina yes. says that the person that started is yes. not the person who exited they're completely mm-hmm. different people completely and different. So I needed that level of growth to be able to launch myself out there. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it was perfect and, and it wasn't a failure, (laughs) even though it felt that way. Oh, yes. Day and day for a long time. Yeah. 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 Really, really interesting. And I think very often when I speak to people on this particular podcast and, you know, they map their journeys and, you know, invariably, you know, some people have experienced (laughs) challenges different types of challenges and yeah and when they compare it to where they are now I'm always curious to ask if the journey was worth it and obviously nobody wants to go through pain or or um discomfort you know but but when they invariably when they I guess view the question they will love where they are now Mm. and they're not sure if they had an experience, what they experienced, would they be there now? Because it's led them to make different yeah. decisions in their lives, and and to really take a moment to to think about who they are and what they want. And mm-hmm. it's kind of and I guess a lot of times it's come from a place of you know pain or trauma. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. One thing I wanted to ask you guys is about the. Um, the great resignation which there's a lot of buzz about that at the moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I just thought in terms of what you guys do in terms of you know that your your amazing content that you have and the way that you are giving people access to themselves I was sure I I was keen to get your steer on what you think about the great resignation Mm -hmm. yeah well I'm part of that yeah I I started that process of, and I was very embedded in the corporation. I wanted to leave honorably. And so that took a while. So I'm part of the great resignation. And I think that, and and you can help answer that, Gina, but I I think that um, our goal is, is that we give tools to people. So there's always going to be a struggle but, you know, can we eliminate some of the trauma? I think so, mm-hmm. because we create trauma with our own thoughts and our own stuck beliefs. And so if we're able to give somebody the tools to um, leave earlier or leave in their perfect time or stand in their power, it transforms their life. And so I 
that's our goal. If we transform one person at a time, Mm -hmm. we've, we've done that. And so part of, so the great resignation, getting back to that, the great resignation, I think people are waking up. There are more podcasts like yours, like ours that, that are empowering people with these stories. And, and I think, you know, the first thing that we have to do is look at our lives and say, what's not fulfilling. If it's your job, Mm -hmm. then you have to take responsibility for where you're at and Mm -hmm. then take the tools and learn the tools to, to make those changes. What do you think, Gina? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I I do think, you know, there's so much that COVID um, provided to us that was just really hard and Mm -hmm. difficult. And, you know, if we look at the positive side of what we all just went through, um, it forced quiet and it forced Mm -hmm. the slowdown and it forced people to sit where they are which is meditation. It's, mm. you know, you had, you couldn't help, but realize your circumstance because you were moving so yeah. fast. You had to like, feel it. And does this feel good mm. to me? Does mm-hmm. this feel, is it fulfilling? Am I finding joy in what I'm dealing with every day? And I think people had enough time in that to, to really uh, do that soul searching that I don't think many of us humans spend enough time doing and to our own detriment. And so, mm-hmm. you know, so much of what we talk about on the podcast is like Holly said, the stacking, the routines that create alignment with yourself, quietness, alignment, like listening to the body, listening to watching for the signs in engaging in co-creation conversations with the universe, but it, you have to be quiet and mindful to do those things. And mm-hmm. I think the I think COVID really um, helped people do that, forced people to do that. And I think uh, it's great to see people taking action where they feel like they're not in alignment. I think it's, I think it's a milestone time in, in humanity, honestly. And the great resignation is a great example of it. Yeah, I I agree. And I, I, from listening to your episodes and and reading your content, I was really intrigued to get your, sort of angle angle on it and I mm. will definitely concur with what you've said I think now I think there's more of a people are more receptive to the idea that yeah. they do have access to a different type of life it doesn't have to be a thousand miles an hour and you have these really condensed sort of two days of a weekend or wherever your days are full and yeah. and you, you kind of don't really have time to to kind of embrace life because you're just caught up in whatever your schedule is and you've got yeah. those two condensed days and it doesn't really give you access to the quality of life that we should have access to and we should yeah, be aware absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and honouring what, what quality of life looks like for Holly is different than mine and mm-hmm. making sure you stand in your own power to, to honour yeah. those, those things that, you know, are, are vital to me and my, and my joy and happiness and honoring Holly's, Mm. you know, commitment to herself and what fills her up and and makes her happy. And, you know, I think finding those relationships that do that, 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 you know, don't push and force, but rather, you know, invite and support. Yeah. And I think in COVID I found, you know, uh, I found my own excuses. You know, I don't think (laughs) I make lots of excuses, but I, 
at, at one point in time, I was like, well, I have to keep my corporate career because I need medical for my children. And, you know, and then I was yeah. like, well, I have to, those excuses, what happens is when you say, okay, stop it. That's just, uh, that is a limiting belief. Yeah. What yeah. happens is the universe gets creative yeah. with you. Mm. And so I got more, when I said, I'm going to let, I acknowledge I'm making my own excuses I'm not going to be, I'm not an irresponsible person, you know, like, so I can't be irresponsible, but I can be thoughtful and meaningful and come up with a creative solution, which I did. And so, so when you acknowledge it, then you can, you know, your own excuses. So that slowed down that period of time made me really sit and say, what, what am I doing? Okay. What, you know, like, let, let me get, and then I became creative and, um, and then the solution appeared and, you know, off I was running. So, yeah. So I love that when I said, I said it before, so I'm regurgitating what I said previously, but I do <laughs> like, you know, where you talk about finding our own authenticity and our own personal power, right? because I don't think people think about that, you know, at no. all. so, so I'm, you can probably glean from my accent. I'm based in the UK. Um, I live outside London, but I've always historically historically worked in London. And when you mm-hmm. go to work in the morning, particularly if you're on a tube, people just, you know, nobody seems, people just seem at a loss. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think people think about some of the things that you guys talk about. That's why I think your podcast is really important because it's giving people access to a different way of thinking and a different way of embracing life and, and, finding quality for them as individuals not 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 based on what your peers at work say is quality right because you know, right. it because sometimes i think when you're in a work particularly corporate we kind of almost so introduce it or we, we sometimes can be not everybody so i'm i'm, I'm being a bit general here but sometimes yeah. we can be like um almost like that peer group Thing where where we go with the institution's line as opposed right. to really what we feel aligned to. Yes, absolutely. You know, and that's one of the things, I mean, just like we were in the car going to Seattle, you know, when you're, when you're commuting in, um, whether it's subway or anything, like Holly said, I mean, I've learned so much from Holly and her yes. commitment to, you know, I really have a, in terms of just this conviction for personal development and growth. And she uses every opportunity, downtime opportunity, whether she's walking, whether she's commuting, whether she's, you know, just uh, meditating, whether she's around the house, she's always, that brain is going, Uh, it's going all the time. And she's always intentful about her time and really making sure that any of that downtime is spent positively pushing forward and Mm -hmm. for change. So, you know, if you're on your commute and you're not happy, you know, put a plan in place to really spend that time exploring what isn't making you happy. What do I need? What would make me happy? The other thing that we we talk a lot about on the podcast is not just, you know, a list of things, but it's the feeling. What, what feeling do you feel now? And how do you want to feel? And that could be, I want more sun. I want to feel the sun on my skin. It could be those kinds of things, but more often I want more freedom. I want to be able to start later in the day so that I can have my time in the morning with my children whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And how would that make me feel? Because I think once you feel it, the universe knows how to bring it, even if it doesn't look exactly like you thought it might, 
the universe can help bring some more of that feeling in, in a variety of different ways. And I think I would just add to our conversation that, I mean, I never, so I worked at an engineering company as well, and I'm, you know, an accountant, I guess, you know, a CPA. And, uh, and I would say that I never fit in, like I knew I never fit in. And so in the beginning, I tried to make myself fit in and whether that be the suits and the whatever. Okay. And I realized there's something that happened to me. That I was like, you know what? You're like, you have me listen, I'm going to be myself. And, you know, I always achieved results, but being myself, I did yeah. even better. And, you know, that was one of the things that Gina and I yeah. would talk about. I'd be like, she's like, I can't do this because I work in the engineering. I go, nobody cares. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to be you yeah. and show up she as did. you. So I feel like, and this is to everybody who doesn't feel like they fit in. Um, I feel like a lot of my success was because I didn't fit in and exactly because right. I was different and I didn't sell that out mm-hmm. and try to morph into something I'm not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that, and people will accept you and then you'll get accolades yeah. when you are standing in who you are, even though you're really, I really never, I still don't fit. No, I'm, no. You know, they try to, you know, replace me and they're like, okay, well, what do you do about that? And, mm-hmm. and, and it's not that I'm, yep. I'm just a different accountant. And so it's, it would have been hard to go find another accountant. Yeah. Truly both of us, both of us, um, when we embraced who we were, Holly embraced her sooner. She pushed me to to question my own limiting beliefs and my own story that I was telling myself about my circumstance and um, kept saying, you know, I know you think it's about him or them. It's you. It's a you thing. It's not a them thing. And she was absolutely right. I see it now. And so once you start to do that, I, both of us, even though we were both successful before wildly successful, once we kind of owned who we were and showed up authentically and, and didn't try to fit the mold and didn't try to, to make people wrong, just do your thing and do it really well. And everything else takes care of itself. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Do, do you think being wildly successful creates a problem? Because if you're ticking all the corporate boxes, yeah. then it's like, well, even, even if you feel it doesn't quite fit the role, mm-hmm. the, the industry, your colleagues, or whatever you're doing, because you're ticking all the boxes, does that create a problem? Because you think, well, it must be me because I've got an amazing job. Things are going well. Yeah. You know, how does that marry? How does that compute? <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? Oh, yes. geez. Well, that is a really good great question. question. Absolutely. I think that that's why I was there so long. Yeah. Absolutely. Is because I ticked all the boxes. And so, I mean, people think I'm nuts mm-hmm. for leaving. Mm-hmm. And, but people aren't me. And mm-hmm. so, so I knew that there was something more I wanted to do. And even though the company we work for is a, or I work for, mm-hmm. she works for it still is a beautiful company that's in service to our planet. It's fine. Okay. But I felt that I needed to be more in service in different ways that it wasn't yeah. expressing itself. And so for me, I, I was like, I need to take a little step off the cliff, just a little tiny one <laughs> and, and see what's out there because I've done this so long and you, you, you have one life to live. And so, you know, it in your heart, whether, but checking those boxes, being wildly successful, being known in the industry and walking away from that is. Yeah. It's an epic move. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
but the right, uh, but the right move. If you, if you've got absolutely, that, if you have that knowing, yes. Because I'm just thinking about when I talk to friends, you know, um, you know, personal friends or even just acquaintances that you meet over a period of time. You know, you know, like when you have a meeting and you have the meeting, and then you kind of like once the meeting's done and you get to know people, people really convey what they, you know, not really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Do you know, I think any going at the moment. And, and and this might this this could be something that goes on for years and years and years where you you're having that same conversation right. with the same people about a job and they're just doing it because and it's and it's like it because even if you get to the point that you retire right and you, yeah and you've had those same questions over and over and over and over again but you've got to the age where you can retire but that's your life. Yeah, you know, and it and it and it means exactly that you right. kind of like you've gone through it. But have you? But have you led your life, or have you led mm-hmm. somebody else's life? Who said to me, "You can't leave because you've got a great job. You tick all the boxes." But that's that might be your colleague's life because they might love it. They might yeah. train, you know, all yeah, their, yeah, their, their parents might have been in that career, or a family member, or their brother, or their sister. And it might and it might feel right to them, but to to us and to other people, it might not feel right. Yeah. Oh, I've had those conversations, <laughs> met those people, have those conversations. I had it for years, and then I'm like, well, and I'm practicing yeah. LOA, and here I am still, yeah. you know, knowing I need to do something different. And I, I just, I, I feel like, and this is Gina and I have a, a real passion for, you know, helping younger people yeah. kind of step into that, and it, you know, it can be right for you for two years or something, and then you realize, well, it's not right, and what holds you back is fear of the unknown. And it's like, we need to lean into that fear. And I don't believe in being frivolous. Okay. But I do believe that if we can teach people, you'd see smiler people on the subway going to work, you'd have, you know, you'd have, you know, better energy there. You know, you can feel that, that energy when you get on there. Um, and uh, we people would be happier in general and be more joyful. And sure. so I, I, you know, we trick ourselves because of family obligations or whatever mm. that yeah. that um, and we're not honest with ourselves a lot of times. But you know, and what's yeah. good for me maybe isn't good for somebody else. Sure. But I, I, I think being honest and what is fulfilling and then making adjustments. It might not be leaving your corporate career. Right. Maybe it's doing that and mm. something, right. not an either or. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I, I wanted to get into a little bit about um, your podcast, how you came up with the name and mm-hmm. and just about how you decide on guests. You know, do, do you, does one of you go out and source the guests or you sit down like in England, we have a cup of tea, you sit down with a cup of tea <laughs> and, and, and think about, you know, I, I really mm-hmm. like to find, I, I guess, the the, um, the couple that, you, that we've mentioned today, Erin Claire Jones and... Uh, and Andrew Cap. Andrew, do, do, do you look for people that can give people access to some of the things that we've discussed? Personal power, um, you're, you're finding your own authenticity. You know, what's that process like? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna punt this one to the brains of the operation, which is Holly. Like, <laughs> no. She is the, no, it's true. So, uh, we, yes, I mean. Uh, it's a combination of things, but Holly, well, let's talk about LOA and Cork. Let's talk and about so, the name. Yes, you know the name. Uh, we wanted something to be fun and frivolous and yeah. a little bit, uh, 
you know, I don't know. I mean, we're old, but we wanted to be a little edgy. We wanted young people to listen to us. We too. want to be relevant. We want to be relevant. Oh, we just are really hoping to be relevant. We, we are. relevant. <laughs> so we've had young people, we've yeah. had young guests yeah. on the show and continue to, uh, but Eloy and Cork really was from like this effervescence of life that yeah. is coming out of the bottle. Yeah. And, you know, uh, so our logo is a uncorked champagne bottle. Yeah, we were really trying to capture like, we want to be VIP. Yeah. We want to be our most valuable person, like the yes. most important person in our life, in our life story. We're the, yes. we're the star of our own movie in life. Mm-hmm. We want to be VIP. That's the experience we want. And we want our guests to feel that way. And we want them to create whatever that is for them. Right. And so the champagne and the uncorked and this fun sort of vibe was was what we wanted to create in the podcast. And so, yeah, the name the name took a little bit. Yes. But I mean, and then we did our badassery principles, yeah, our yes. 10 badassery principles yeah. and which are fun and frivolous, but still there's, there's intent behind each right. one of them. Right. And the guests, I mean, you're going to laugh about the guests. Okay. The, <laughs> in the beginning, it was all solo shows. We're like, well, if we can't hold anybody, <clears throat> you know, then we don't deserve to have guests. You yeah, know? Yeah. And then um, our first uh, guest was a rapper, um, you know, that a young man, I don't know, he wasn't even 20 years old. Okay. Robert was our first guest and we enjoyed him thoroughly. And it kind of started from there, but how we get guests, it's interesting. The, this is how it happens. I mean, usually there's an intent behind, gosh, we haven't talked about, I don't know something. And it happens now, Andrew Cap, the one that you listened to, which is a wonderful episode is is. he just popped into our email and asked to come. And I was like, heck yes. Okay. And then Aaron Claire Jones, I was like, we need more people. I know astrology, um, but the, one of the foundational elements of our manifestation is that you have to know yourself. yourself. It helps you manifest and navigate life um, into joy. Cause we're really about feelings, not things. Okay. We want to feel a certain way. And so Erin Claire Jones, I just reached out to her and she's like, yes. And so usually there's an intent, but what's happened is we intended that we said, we can't keep up with, with, we need, we need help. And so all of a sudden this email popped in of a, a PR agent, um, wanting to have a a book, a guest for us. And Gina and I looked at each other. So this is where intuition comes mm. in. And we both said, well, we want the guest. I mean, that's a no yeah, brainer, but we want her. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, no, I'm not really a PR agent. We said, just meet us. No, no, no. We think you'll like us. We think you'll like us. Really? So we, we really were like, I think we can convince you. You'll we like had us. a yes. date. She's in Germany. We're in U- us. And we had a date with her and, and she said, I don't care about numbers. And we're like, no, we don't either. Okay. Like this is a PR agency. Mm. I don't care about numbers. I care about energy. And I said, that's all we care about. Like, and so. And if the energy is right, the numbers will come. So she feels into the Mm. energy and then that's how we get our guests. Now we feel into the energy. We'll look at your website, your podcast, and we'll be like, yeah, that feels good. I'd love to. Yeah. And so, and it sort of meanders where we are, people need it to go. I just, we have really trust in the universe that it's showing us. And I can't explain Mm. like even, you know, getting our PR agent 
it's showing us where we need to go. Yeah. We needed to hire a photographer. I put an intention out. We need a really good photographer. Our pictures are old. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden I said, come on, let's do it. I know we're on a time crunch here. Let's, let's bring us know. a photographer. And a month went by nothing. And all of a sudden, boom, it just happened. Yeah. And so this is how we roll. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love it. And it takes away, I like, it seems more organic to me than yes. having some rigid plan. Yes. That totally stresses us out. Right. Yep. Because it's not really, it's kind of based on, you know, like a rule book. Right. And I think if once you have, you know, more organic intention and you can, and you can maneuver that way, then right. things feel more natural and it comes right. in and you can just embrace it. And then you've created what you've created. I just had this thing that I just wanted to mention to you. What I I was thinking about for the last five minutes. I think what would be great is to have your podcast playing on the London Underground. I don't know, between about seven in the morning. So people people on the Northern Line, you know, when they're in that moment of deep stress and anxiety and totally questioning a meeting they've got, whether it be internal or whatever it may be, they can just listen to you guys. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. I, I think that would be. That would be amazing. So I'm putting I'm putting that out there into the universe. I love that. We'll, I love we'll put that, that out there with you. I love that. We would have all of the London uh, northbound folks in our car with us. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I love that. that. Yeah. They, and they would go to work happy. And their colleagues would be like, yes. why is he awesome? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these crazy <laughs> What happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so we're going to manifest that we're going to have a good meeting. I love, I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. So I just wanted to ask you, uh, there's two more questions I've got. So one, where can everybody find you? Where's a good place to find you? Yeah, I mean, uh, LOAuncorked.com is our website. Um, you can you can get to everything there, including the podcast, the 10 Badassery Principles that, that Holly shared, a bit more about our mm-hmm. story. I think that's a great place to start. We're also on Instagram mm-hmm. at LOAuncorked mm-hmm. and, and Facebook as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll put all those, that, that information on the show notes. And a question has just come from, from nowhere. So I'm going to ask this one. So for people that haven't listened to you before, what would be a great episode for them to start with? Mm, that's a great question. Oh, well, I mean, I think our, our solo episodes are different than the guest episodes. And we, mm. you know, we've, we've heard good feedback on both. Um, the guests are going to be hard. Uh, I mean, I think you did great with Andrew Cap. is, oh, a, is yeah. a fan favorite. Mm. If you want to manifest, Claire, Claire um, this bitch is up is a solo yes. and it's a re rebranded self care. Okay. And that's okay. kind of a fun one. Yes, it is. Uh, we just had uh, Nancy Levin just launched uh, this last week yeah. and Nancy's uh, phenomenal all about boundaries and how to set them and, and really be intentional with your life. She gives some incredible tools. So, I mean, some okay. great ones in there. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so there's, we've given you some, but there's, I guess there's yeah. loads, all of them essentially. So yeah. they just go to your website and they can pick which ones they prefer. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and my last question is, this is a recurring question and I'm, re- yes. I'm super intrigued to get your answers here to see whether they match or how different they are. So if both of you could invite three inspirational people for dinner, who would you invite? <laughs> 
Okay, do, do, do we, we have, have to, our dinner together? I was going to say, is the Should dinner together? Like, because now I want to know, is the dinner together? This is these are, or are they separate? You know what? I'm going to. It can be separate. So, I guess what I'm going to say, I haven't done this before, but um, you can have three different people, but both of you can attend the dinner. Are they? Are do they have to be alive, or could they be either or? Either or. Not with us. Mm-hmm. You've got carte blanche on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Uh, all right. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's alternate. Okay. All right. All right. Start? So I. Okay. I need somebody funny at my dinner, yes. and I don't think you like him, okay. but I love him, yes. Kevin Hart. Okay. I have to have Kevin Hart at my dinner. <laughs> oh, we're gonna oh, play. That's an interesting selection. I know. I, I mean, because he makes Hart. me laugh, and oh, yeah. you know, like I can't do Jim Carrey and think that because I don't think he'd be funny at dinner. But Kevin Hart would maintain his funniness <laughs> at dinner. That so. is true. Yes, okay. you can always count on Kevin. Uh, for me, my my all time favorite uh, artist is Pink. So I would have okay. Pink okay. at my uh, at my dinner. Okay, I want profound. I want a boundary badass. Yes. I want Maya Angelou. She'd be yeah. able to uh-huh. really, I mean, I love her. Yes. She's nurturing, but she doesn't put up with any horseshit. Okay. Yeah. And can we say that? I don't know. Yeah. Bad stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I already said it. And so she needs to be there because she's one of the wisest people. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't know her, but that's yeah. what I believe. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Gina. Um, I would say uh, Oprah. Oh, well, who doesn't love an Oprah? I mean, I mean, I don't, and they, although, you know what, if I, no, wait, she wait. might talk a lot. She'll, and no, and she will, over. she'll go huddle up in a corner at Maya and yeah. I'll yeah. never see him the whole yeah, night. Right. Never mind. No. I'm going to, I'm going to fix that. Um, uh, I'll take, I'll bring Oprah to a different dinner, <laughs> not this dinner. Uh, I would, I've always been super intrigued with Marilyn Monroe. So I would yeah. say Marilyn Monroe. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like a, just a deep deep troubled yeah. little soul i'd love to understand her her better okay her. well i think i need to bring somebody kind of quirky and, and, yes, and an inventor too. and so i'm gonna say richard branson oh i'm gonna say i like i mean he's just out there and he has fun he's always smiling yeah i mean i don't know what the real truth mm-hmm. is okay but like he appears and his yeah. employees mm-hmm. look to be smiling mm-hmm. and he just wants to disrupt what's <laughs> happening but mm-hmm. he's not weird like elon musk who just took over twitter so would, we don't want that him. podcast as well oh yeah he oh, might he, like he, our he, yes oh, exactly thank no you. he would he would I'm oh right. i love it so I he makes it. me happy so yeah I, do you like uh, that do i you love know? that okay good i think who could who could compliment Richard, uh, I think um, Barack Obama. Oh. I would love Barack Obama. Okay. I, he inspires me in I all kinds that. of ways. And he's just a phenomenal speaker and a beautiful heart. So Barack. There we go. That would be a phenomenal dinner. <laughs> we'll invite you, Paul. I, 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 you I, are I, absolutely oh, and Paul, invited. And Paul. I, and Paul. I, I, I would 1,000% make that trip yes you inspired every, the dinner to happen yes everything that sounds <laughs> even even if you get half of them it's phenomenal right so, exactly uh, yeah but uh you know what this i've really really enjoyed this really enjoyed yeah, me that. too we did it was so wonderful connecting with you and listening to your podcast now you've got you've got another firm fam yeah <laughs> thank from, you from the uk i'll be talking to my friends about it and if I meet anybody mm-hmm. on the on the decision side at um, London Underground, yes, I'll be, please, I'll be, I'll be giving them a copy and saying, "Look, you yeah. put this on, cheer everybody up." Your give a, give them our email, Paul. We do. appreciate that. <laughs> I, I you and you have me? two two huge fans as well. As well, yes, yeah, phenomenal, wonderful. If they want to see their 
complaints and the satisfaction complaints go down and satisfaction go up <laughs> then it, I say it's a no it's a no-brainer no brainer you're an awesome yes. marketer I love that absolutely thank you well, yeah. well guys thank you so much it's been a real delight to have you on my perfect failure um I've learned a lot and I from a selfish perspective I'm always keen to do that but I know everybody listening and watching would have learned heaps as well so thank you so much oh. Thank you for thank having you. us. Well. And thanks to your listeners. You're very welcome. And thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of My Perfect Failure. You can find me at www.myperfectfailure.com. And please look out for the next episode of My Perfect Failure. Take care for now. Bye. I hope you all enjoyed this episode with the fabulous Holly and Gina. I think you can all agree that Holly and Gina are truly inspirational. And thank you both again for providing so many life hacks we can all immediately take away and start to implement i know that i am going to take away loads that i learned from listening to you guys uh, you can check out all things holly and gina including their wonderful podcast loa uncorked on the episode show notes so please do visit the show notes for all things holly and gina and if you think this episode can help a family member, a friend or a work colleague, please do consider sharing this episode with them. And if you personally enjoyed this episode, please do consider dropping a review on your directory of choice, whether it's Apple or Spotify, or potentially you might listen to another directory. It's a great way for us to grow the podcast. I'm always keen to do that. Okay, so until the next episode please do remember to stay motivated even when the going gets tough you'll come out the other end okay take care for now bye thanks for listening to my perfect failure podcast be sure to visit www.myperfectfailure.com to join the conversation subscribe to our podcast on itunes or google play look out for our next episode